Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Episode 104, is it okay to leave this for the new buyers? It was the night before closing and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring. Not even that crap you were supposed to remove from the house before tomorrow's closing. Today, we are talking to all the sellers out there and which items in your home are appropriate to leave for the new buyers and which items absolutely must go before closing day. My name is Lou Lombardi. Now, here is the guy that never leaves anything left on closing day, Jason Wilcox. It's funny. I thought you were going to say doesn't leave any crap lying around. I'm like, (laughs) have you seen my basement? Oh, it is awful. It is terrible. It's like a tornado hit through here. Are are you are you a hoarder? (laughs) No, no, I'm not a hoarder. It's just. If it's not in my immediate attention, I don't really worry about it. So I'll bring like a pile of papers home and I'll throw it somewhere and then it'll be off my radar and then I'll forget about it. And then all of a sudden I'll have like eight different piles of papers. Uh, and it's like, I really just need to get organized. And, you know, that that's the problem in real estate. We're supposed to be quote unquote paperless, but we're really not. And it's like, so it's like after so many times documents get signed, they just kind of get held until the transaction's over. And I really should find a better filing system for it, but I don't. So your filing yep. system is this pile and that pile. And this exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. I know. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. My desk is like that too. Yep. Uh, so um, that this is a question, correct? What do you leave? What can you leave? Should you leave anything? You know, yep. stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's what we're talking about today. So a lot of times I get asked, is it okay to leave this? Is it okay to leave that? What should I do? What should I not do? And so I thought it'd be good to take a, some time uh, to talk to our sellers about what's appropriate to leave uh, in your house at closing and what's not appropriate and why it's not appropriate to leave certain items. So that's what we're talking about. And by the way, we're talking about this, Lou, because um, lest we forget that the buyers are going to do a walkthrough uh, like most of the time, probably nine out of 10 times, nine and a half times out of 10, they're going to walk through the house right before closing. And so if they see something they don't like, they're going to say something, and then it's going to become a problem at the closing table. We need to make sure that we're presenting the house the way it should be because we don't want to have any last minute arguments or bickering going on because something was left that shouldn't have been or should have been and wasn't. Right. Of course. Of course, we don't want to have that. So what items are good to leave after closing? Is there is there things that should be there for the for the new owners? Yes. The first thing that's the most important is um, as dumb as this sounds, any items that you actually agreed upon in the sales contract. Now, I joke every time I get to this paragraph in the sales contract, but there's a paragraph in there that says these things are automatically coming with the house. Uh, apparently, we have to tell the, the the dumb people out there that, yes, the plumbing's coming with the house. Yes, the electrical's coming with the house. Yes, the fireplace that's built into the I'm house. I'm taking my coming. fireplace with me. <laughs> <laughs> All of that stuff is coming with the house. Um, however, it's also a great chance to put in like, Hey, it's actually not technically included with the house, but nine out of 10 times, 
all your kitchen appliances, refrigerator, stove, microwave, oven, dishwasher, disposal. Um, That needs to be, you know, written into the sales contract and those things need to be left there. If you told people that the refrigerator was coming with the, the, with the house and then it's not there, I promise you buyers are going to be upset. (laughs) The other thing is, um, about 50, 50% of the time, the washer and dryer. Um, sometimes those are left. Sometimes those are not. Um, it just depends. A lot of times sellers will leave them if they know the place they're going to has them, or they'll take them with them if they know they're not. Um, so those need to be left there. And then just any unusual items. I get things like TVs, um, electric fireplaces, maybe some different furniture that might get agreed upon. So any of those types of things that were agreed upon and written in the sales contract, uh, those need to be included as well. Okay. All right. Um, and what about, what about re- renovation materials things like that? Yes. So the next thing that's appropriate to leave in the house is really anything that you've done to renovate the house. If you've put on a new roof, usually there's some shingles left over. If you've renovated a bathroom or kitchen, you might have a new tile that's left over, new flooring that's left over, any of those things. Now, let me be very clear, in small quantities. Like when we finished uh, tiling our bathroom and our whole bathroom renovation, I think we had a box and a half a tile that was left. Now a box is what, like maybe, you know, 12 inches right. by like eight inches wide. It's not real big, you know, shingles. You might have like half a package left over or something. Right. If you put a new roof on and you've got 15 packages of shingles, that's not okay to leave in the house. It's okay to leave the one or two packs that you paid for, you know, otherwise, you know, you can't take that stuff back to well, Home Home Depot or Lowe's. By the way, just so I think some people may not realize that if you do yeah. overbuy like that, as long as it's not open, you can take it back. But go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. exactly. But on the flip side, you're right. You can take it back. But at the same time, it's also good to leave a little bit. Well, behind. right. If you have a box, yeah. like an open box, and there's a handful of things in there, of course, no, you don't take it back. Yeah. It would be good to leave because if people need something, you know what I mean? Like even paint, right? Like yep. like if you're touching up, you know, just to touch up the walls a little bit of paint, you know, stuff like that, you know. Yep. And that was actually going to be my next point. Paint is another big one to leave behind. Now, one caveat to paint is do not leave every paint can you've ever owned since you bought the house in 1952. That's not okay. <laughs> the only paint cans that you want to leave behind are maybe the three or five, four or five colors of the right. rooms you currently have yeah, painted. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you haven't used the hot fuchsia pink, uh, you know, paint for your daughter's bedroom in 25 years, because your daughter's now 42, you can get rid of that. But yeah, any paint that's left over, because we get it. One, it's nice to have touch-up paint just because... Because if the next buyer comes in and scuffs up the walls while moving stuff in, it's good to be able to touch it up. Of course. So, you know, we realize you can't match it color for color. Um, And we also realize, too, that it's hard to get rid of paint. So something like that is a little bit, you know, nice to leave behind. It's one less hassle for the sellers. But again, there shouldn't be 35 cans of paint left around, you know. For, for your next fire that you shouldn't be. So. Now, and also probably what things about operating the furnace and the AC and, yeah. you know, so any sort of like manuals and stuff like that. 
Yes. Any manuals, any, any warranty information. Um, you know, I know most people, um, my wife and I do this anytime we buy something new, we just have a folder in our filing cabinet. We throw the manual in there, you know, whether it's as big as something like our HVAC system and our AC, or if it's something as small as like the microwave or whatever, we'll toss it all in there and we'll keep it. Um, so that's appropriate to keep, to keep together. And also more importantly, any warranty information, you know, if you just bought that stove six months before you sold the house, it might still be on warranty. Keep that. Um, this is especially true if you've had any major structural work done. If you've had a sump pump installed, French drains, wall anchors, carbon fiber strips, a lot of those um, places come or a lot of those um, um, structural uh things that you've had addressed will come with maybe a 10 year, 25 year lifetime warranty with the house. You'll want to make sure you definitely uh, do that. If you sell your house, uh, your new constructed, uh, new construction house within the first 10 years, a lot of times that builder's warranty is good for 10 years or the structural warranty from the builder. So you'll want to have information about that. So that's super important to have as well too. Um, any information like that. And oh, by the way, especially with wall anchors, please make sure you have the tools to go with it. Those tools are incredibly expensive. Apparently, a, uh, I had to buy one for a buyer once as a closing gift because it was supposed to be there, then it wasn't. Like one of those cranks that you get when you have the wall anchors installed so you can tighten the nut that comes free when you do the when you have the work done but if you need to buy a spare tool it's like 150 bucks it's like Ooh. really expensive so make sure you hold on to like any tools like that that come with it so yep okay and uh so i am leaving my house i'm taking my window screens i'm taking my <laughs> air filters no no i can't take that you 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 can if you want. However, there is nothing wrong with being a nice seller. And if you want, you don't have to, but if you want, you can leave any of those small things behind. It's not uncommon to leave things like air filters, firewood for the fireplace, you know, um, window screens, especially because the reason I bring that up is things like window screens they're probably made for a certain size right. window. Yeah. So chances are the new windows you have in your new place aren't going to match. So why take it? Same with the air filters. There's a good chance that the air filter you're using on your current house, it, it might be different for your new house. So just leave it. Now, I, I, I should very well, please don't misunderstand me. If you're leaving firewood at your house, you better have a damn fireplace. If that house does not have a fireplace, <laughs> there's no reason to leave firewood. And if you can come up with some stupid reason, please comment in the comment section below so I can make fun of you. But no, just make sure it's applicable. There's no sense leaving air filters if you have a hot water heat, if you have the old boiler heat with the radiators. Right. Just make sure that whatever you're leaving. But yeah, you know, air filters for the furnace, window screens, firewood, fireplace tools. Um, that's not uncommon, especially if you have a wood burning fireplace. So those kinds of things are um, are all um appropriate to leave okay and of course i think we want to leave the keys right and the garage door <laughs> remote controls and all that yes you definitely want to leave the keys and the garage door openers though buyers as a side note if the first thing you're not doing is um changing um the 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 locks 
um, on your new house that you've just purchased, we'll just say that you're a gray in the crayon box of life. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, that should be one of the first things you're doing. And that's not a knock on sellers. It's just something you should do because you don't know if the sellers have not, you know, accidentally left grandma a key or the neighbor across the street a key. Get your locks changed. Just get your locks changed. Yeah, you could come down in the middle of the night and find somebody standing in your living room, you know. Oh, I had a key. I just thought I'd come in and see what was going on. <laughs> sandwich when i was hungry wanted a midnight snack (laughs) and speaking of midnight snacks what's this nonsense about leaving leaving giving the people a present my my house is your present (laughs) yeah if you if you want if you want to be a good person i'm not a good person but if you want to be a good person sometimes if you if you've had a good transaction it's a classy classy thing it's like yeah if you want to if you like your buyer and want to leave them a small present uh bottle of champagne bottle of wine uh Something like that, a charcuterie board or whatever the hell they're called, or um, you know, like a cutting, <laughs> yeah, a cutting board or something like that. <laughs> uh, now, side that note, fun note, I almost did this twice in the last year, so I should forewarn you: if you're going to leave something like champagne or wine. It might behoove you to find out ahead of time if the buyer is able to drink it. I say that because two transactions in a row, I was buying uh, a small gift for clients and found out that the one uh, was an AA. I did not know that for the obvious reason that it's AA. Right. And then the other one I found out was not officially an AA, but just had kind of removed that activity from his life because wasn't real thrilled with how he turned into when he had one too many, uh, which I respect. Don't get me wrong. I respect both of those people for making those uh, incredibly tough decisions and, you know, trying to, you know, trying to. Well, well, the, the thing of the, even if, even with that, though, that can be regifted and stuff like that. And yeah. it, that's not a big deal. Um, but for what you and I are very fortunate though, uh, Jason, because we live in Cannonsburg and we have yes. the perfect item to leave. And that is Sarah's candy. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> Who doesn't absolutely. like Sarah's candy? <laughs> absolutely. Yes, you are hundred percent correct. Yet yeah, you are, you nailed it on the head. This, I did, I tell people all the time, I did not get this girlish figure overnight from <laughs> not loving candy. So let, I'm going to leave you on this before we go into the items that you should not leave in your house. Um, if you've noticed, aside from the items agreed upon in the sales contract, um, you know, the refrigerator and the washer and dryer and all that excluded cans of paint, roof shingles, owner's manuals, air filters, garage door openers. There's a theme to all this. These are small things. These are small things. If you leave three air filters behind, it's a small thing. That's not taking up a lot of space. Also, it's helpful to the people that live in the house because they yes. have that uh, HVAC system and yes. they need those filters. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Keep that in mind as we go to the next section. So now, <laughs> shall we dive into yeah. items that you should not leave in your house? Um, I had um, so many – This I have a funny story about this uh, because when I moved in here, um, the – People that were moving out had one of those like electric organs. Oh, God. you know what you I mean? Can't give those things. You know, away. you press the one button and it plays. Yep. You know, the ham and organ. Yeah, yeah, girl from Ipanema or something. And uh, they were like, "Are you sure you don't want?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not." No, we did. We did. They did leave us 
um, because we did we did need a bed, so they uh, for one of the rooms, so they did leave a oh, bed. That's good. You know, so they were very kind of accommodating um, nice. about about some stuff like that. But that they really were trying to push that uh, that organ off on us, and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you can't give that away. You cannot give that away. Well, and that's actually a great segue, Lou, that you just mentioned about them leaving a bed because you needed one. So the first thing I always tell people that you cannot leave is large personal items that you don't want to move. It's your SHIT. Get it out of there. Get it out of there. Um, I had this happen once actually just recently. It was actually one of the things um, that one of the kind of um, reasons why I decided to do this podcast episode. I had a, I had a woman selling a house and she's like, okay, I got everything out of the house except for that couch. She goes, I was thinking about leaving that couch there. It's a really nice couch. And I thought they might like the couch. No, it really wasn't a nice couch. And the buyer was blessed more than more than you can imagine because they had their own furniture. You wanted to leave it there because you didn't want to be bothered moving it. That's the real reason. And so what you wanted to do was leave it there so then the buyer could deal with it and not you. There, there is a solution. Okay. There is a solution. Did this place did this place have a did this house have a fireplace? It <laughs> he could have chopped it up and left it out. Here's, here's some fire. When, who are you? <laughs> it, 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 it did not. It did not. Okay, but, well, uh, I tried. I'll, leave, I'll leave the peanut gallery comments to myself. <laughs> I'll leave the peanut gallery comments to myself. Uh, but yeah, you need to get rid of it. I actually had another house last year was really interesting. Um, I had a house last year that was totally vacant before it hit the market. But the one thing that this, the seller had a really difficult time getting out of the house was a treadmill. And she's like, I'll just leave it here for the seller or for the buyer if they really wanted it and it was because she didn't want to move it and the buyer's like no we didn't want it so we had to figure out a way to get it out the best part was i told her i told her i was like if you put this to the curb it'll go oh yeah with the end of the day so what happened was buyer and seller arguing seller didn't want to take it out buyer was like no i really don't want it so luckily i had um i had a contact actually it was it was john geisler who's been on this podcast before he had like a nephew or something that was doing on end jobs uh for the summer the uh, a nephew who's in college so i paid him like 70 bucks the day before trash day we he and i go to the house we break it down we take it outside and we put it i left a note on it that said um free to a good home where the trash collection company whoever gets to it first we put that Smart. out around 12.30 p.m. I get a text at about 3 o'clock. My seller, who's in Florida, some 3,000 miles away, texts okay. me goes, the neighbor just told me the treadmill's already gone. Not not three hours. It yeah. was gone. All you got to do is put it to the curb, and if it's in good shape, it'll Oh, there's go. people that drive around looking for that stuff. That's a huge thing. Oh, <clears> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was it was gone. So and I and I was out a whole whopping 70 bucks to a college kid that I'm sure put that money to textbooks and the college meal plan that he was about to embark <laughs> on later that semester. I'm, I have no doubt that money was going 100 percent to books and to the meal plan and nothing else. Um, sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's exactly where I'm sure that 70 bucks was spent right. Whatever the favorite bar was at that, yeah. <clears throat> at that college that was spent that night. <laughs> yep. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, so long the short of it, get the, the big personal crap out of there. Uh, you know, hire a friend or a family member to help you hire the, the 16 year old kid down the street that wants to make a couple of bucks, um, hire, 
1-800-GOT-JUNK. Just get it out. Yeah, you Put it on your back porch and let it on fire. I don't care. Just get it out of there. Right. So that's the first one. That's right, the first right, one. Right. And don't forget about what? Stuff in the shed, the garage, workshop. Yeah. Don't forget the, about those things the, either. Yeah, I see this a lot. And again, not calling out my Washington County folks, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> if you, That's if like the third a, time you said that. I'm not picking a Washington County, but that means you're picking a Washington County. <laughs> I am. You got to clean out the shed. You got to clean out the workshop. You got to clean out the garage. What I've noticed about these types of areas is this. It's 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 stupid stuff that's left behind. It's it's the dirty mason jar from 1968 with three nails, a thumbtack, and a screw and two paper clips <laughs> that are all rusted out. You know, it's it's you know drawers that have odds and ends in it. Again, I'm not kidding when I say it's like you open a drawer and it's like a rusted out Phillips head. You know, three <laughs> three screws. You know, a flat head. It's right. just it's all random stuff that's like. Just if you were going to leave it, put it in a bag and throw it to the curb, like just throw it away, just throw it away, get rid of it. If you're not taking it with you, purge it and throw it away. So make sure that stuff is cleaned up. Don't be leaving random stuff. I've had people leave like, I don't know, random pieces of like PVC piping, hats, like just the most obscure stuff in a, in a, in a workshop area, especially in a garage, get rid of it, clean it up get it fully 100% out. Uh, somebody left here a sign, a laminated sign that said, grandma, please let somebody know if you're leaving the house. <laughs> my, so, my favorite. My we, favorite. We, lo- we loved it, man. I kept, I hung it up. I had, I don't know whatever happened to it, but I, I did have it hanging up in here for years because I thought it was hilarious. That's amazing. That's amazing. My, my craziest one, there were, no, there were two. There were two and it was the same house. It was a house that was being sold as is. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. It was a house that was being sold as is. And um, the the buyer knew it was coming with all of its faults and, um, right. and everything. So during the final walkthrough, we were going through the bedrooms and we came across Uh-oh. some some reading material. Oh, it, it was it was oh it was my. not it was not Shakespeare. It was not <laughs> Hemingway. Was it the New York it, Times or <laughs> no, no, even better. It was a um, it was a book that was acted more like a calendar, you know, um, you know, when you buy those calendars uh, and it's got an inspirational quote. Uh, 365, one for each day. This one was um, uh, more about not the art of Kama Sutra, but more (laughs) the art of like how to keep things interesting in the bedroom with your significant other. Yeah, but but here's, yes, here's the creepy part. Oh no. A really creepy part. One might find that in the master bedroom because that's where, the spouses are sleeping and one would presume performing those daily. Wow. Routines, daily. Well, good for you, dude. Daily Check routines. You good out, for you. Good, you for you. good for you. Uh, no, it was found in one of the two bedrooms of one of the two teenagers. Okay. So there was that, that same house. I get a picture about two weeks afterwards. This house was a mess. It was disgusting. I know at closing, well, we knew before closing that the uh, soon-to-be ex-wife had a PFA out against the husband. Oh, 
Now, I, 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 I've heard some rumors as to why that PFA was there. However, at one point, my buyer sent me a picture, goes, you'll never guess what we just found in the master bedroom. And I was like, what? And proceeded to send me the uh, a picture. This one was not, this one was not reading material. This is um, tools of the bedroom, if you will. Let's call it tools <laughs> Mar- of the bedroom. Marital aids. <laughs> yes, marital aids that were that were that were that were pink and purple and black and all assortment of sizes and colors and like taste just, hey Jason, taste the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, huh, okay. No wonder the husband and wife were always fighting. So Joy. yes. So um, you know, take those things with you. Well, take spe- those take those take those tools with you and speak yes. speaking of food um yes <laughs> speaking of eating yeah don't don't leave food um unless you are leaving that box of sarah's candy for <laughs> yeah sarah's candy is the only thing you should leave if you're leaving I, the free it, it, look just because you're leaving the refrigerator doesn't mean you leave that like you know jar of salsa that's been in there for three years and that <laughs> yeah i think my favorite was i legitimately removed was it grapes that were left in, or no, cherries, cherries that were left in the sink before the seller moved out that were completely fuzzy? Um, I can understand if people were doing stuff and they like took something out and they were like in the process of moving or whatever and forgot. But if it's got fuzz on it, it's been there like a long time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think, I think that's what happened because the, this seller had moved out like, two or three weeks before uh, closing. Okay. I think that's what happened. But still, yeah, it happens. A, do a walkthrough, check to make sure. I, I, I tell you what I left. I left all my um, yeah, silverware, all my utensils. <laughs> that's still my favorite story. I you love know, that. I mean, and I was like, I got to my, my new house. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have one fork to eat anything with. And I know exactly where, to this day, I know exactly where it's sitting. I know exactly what I did. I'm like, Ugh. Uh. <laughs> that's that, that's fantastic that is glorious that is glorious so, so i have yeah, this terrible cobbled to, i have this terrible cobbled together silverware stuff that people gave me you know the, the, the cast off stuff stuff i got at like the, at the dollar store that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> nothing matches I'm like oh god or whatever that's fantastic i love and, it. and of course of it. course you want to clean before you go too right you want it to make me like you know yeah. no dust and dirt and you know. yeah I'm not, I'm not saying you got to spick and span the whole house, but come on, clean it, sweep it. I've seen, I've seen dust and dirt legitimately on the floor. And here's the other thing. If you're set, let, let, let's go, let's go this direction. If you're selling your house and you're, you're, you're set to make hell, even as little as three to $5,000 off the house, let alone if you're going to make 50, 100, $150,000, $200,000 profit off of your house. Take a half a day to clean your house. Now, if you don't want to, or you're too busy, or you're too old, I understand that. Spend $300 and hire a cleaning crew. There are cleaning crews out there who specifically specify as, as one of their services, they will do a once over for, for yeah. people selling the house. They'll charge you like three, 400 bucks. They'll come in. They promise to touch all of the surfaces and they'll at least clean it and give it a good smell to it. Do that. That is at least better than nothing. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, um, also at that point, everything is out of it, so it isn't like a giant right. job. You know what I mean? You're moving furniture, right. and so it should everything should be out. Yeah. If you followed the, yeah. the first part of the podcast, <laughs> this should be super part easy. One, yeah. Part two, yeah, exactly. No, no, you're 100 correct, and, and 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 they do a great job. I mean, I've I, I've I've gone into rentals of mine where I'm putting on the lockbox, or whatever, or taking pictures. And there'll be two guys there. They go through the whole house. It smells great. You know, they 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 wash everything down. It just smells good, and it, and it looks good. And and it's it's just showing. You know, it's a good good faith effort towards your buyers to show. Hey, we're really trying to do our best to make this look as as neat and as clean as possible. So, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, there's there's nothing worse than trying to move into something and you get and it's dirty and you don't, oh, I don't want to set this here. This you know this is dirty you know stuff like that. so yeah so just just avoid that. I I got you. Now yeah. there is the exception though as we mentioned earlier. Earlier, is if you're if you've got a, a situation like a sold a, selling as is and we did talk about these you know yeah. just kind of like <clears throat> you know throw the for sale sign up and run <laughs> exactly like, exactly yeah and, and and that's exactly it you know just to kind of a uh, not not going to spend a whole lot of time on this but just yeah if you're buying a house as is or you're buying a foreclosure you're basically buying it what you see is what you get so just know that if you're buying one of these properties. You're, it's kind of the exception to the rule. Don't be don't be surprised. Now, on the flip side, hopefully the agent is being very clear up front, you know, because I see it all the time in, in the agent remarks, you know, house being sold as is will not be cleaned out prior to closing. That's a whole different ballgame because let's be honest, you're probably adjusting your price knowing that you're going to have to clean the right. house out anyways. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So that's a wholly, totally different situation. So, um, and now we've hit what uh, not to leave, and what you know would be kind of good to leave yes. to help folks out. Is there any final thoughts, Jason, before we wrap up? Yes, my final thought is this: if you have to question whether or not to leave something in the house, ask yourself this: is this something that is convenient to me or inconvenient to me. Meaning if I leave an air filter in the house, that's convenient to me. It's a quick change out. I put it in and now I've got a brand new air filter in my, in my house. Great. Voila. We're good. If I leave this couch in my house, is it convenient for me to leave it? You know, is it inconvenient for me to move it? How does it make me feel? However it makes you feel is going to be how the buyer feels. If you don't want to take something out because it's inconvenient for you to get out, all you're doing is transferring that inconvenience over to the buyer. And that's not what we're about. If leaving something is a convenience to view, like touch up paint or an air filter, then yeah, it's going yeah, to be a convenience yeah. to the buyer. But if it's inconvenient for you to have to deal with it, don't be lazy. Don't be whatever you want to call yourself. Don't put it off on the buyer. It's your job. It's your responsibility. You're making a lot of money off the sale of your home. The least you can do is get rid of the stuff that needs to get rid of. There you are. There you are. Uh, if it makes sense, no, no, just have to use some use some common sense and some and some uh, courtesy. <laughs> maybe you don't know. Maybe a lot of people know what that is, but you know, be be, be courteous. If it's not something you want to deal with. Why do you think somebody else wants to deal with it? If it's something you would find helpful, you know, then then they're going to find it helpful too. Um, and if you don't, if you can't figure any of this out, <laughs> then you need to, you need Jason. All right. Even if you can't figure it out, Jason will help you out on this. You want to get a hold of Jason if you're thinking about uh, buying or selling, moving, whatever you have going on. Even if it's a little ways off, Jason wants to uh, 
be your real estate advisor. And what that means is he's like a, he's going to like coach you through the whole process, you know, getting your money together, where to look, where do you want to move? You know, let's talk about the, you know, do you, is the school district thing important? Like he knows all the ins and outs about this and it is a bit of a process. So the sooner you start, the smoother it all goes. And there's less of this running around at the end and forgetting and leaving all your silverware. Okay, like like I did. Okay, <clears throat> so the sooner you get started, the better. You can get started with Jason right away at four one two six five one four six three eight. You can call or text him. Or you can also email Jason at Jason Wilcox at Pittsburgh Moves dot com. Oh, fun show as always, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. I hope that you found it informative. Um, and if you again, if you have any questions, you got Jason's email and phone number right there. If you need any clarification on any of the stuff, he's right there for you. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll catch you all on the next really real real estate podcast.